Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 98 of the Idols to Rebels podcast. If you didn't know, this is a podcast that is uploaded every Wednesday. It's Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts at. I believe Audible is now doing podcasts. I'm not 100% sure. If you're listening on that, let me know. But we're back. Two more episodes until the Century Club, until 100 episodes into the podcast. Crazy. Never thought we would we would make it this far. I appreciate everybody that listens, everybody that's been on the podcast. We've been having more and more, and there will be more guests in the future. Trying to plan something special for the hundredth episode, so I want to make sure everyone's schedules align. That way, we'll be able to get perspectives, talk about just funny stuff that that we've been doing these past couple episodes. Last episode, we had Madison on, we had Luciano back on the podcast, so it's been a really good time. Trying to get more. Again, there's a lot of variables with it. You got to make sure everyone can sync up schedule wise internet we were having some issues with that last time with people uh lagging so you wouldn't be able to understand them or hear what they had to say so been working through a couple of those things it doesn't matter though where we are continuing forward and continuing to go and if you didn't know these podcasts are also available on youtube so if you search idols to rivals episode 98 episode 91 you'll be able to find all the episodes back on youtube the video version of it and uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel because there's a lot more to come. We're doing a video series along with a few of the things that we will announce. Madison alluded to it a little bit last weekend, but we're working on a couple of projects that should be pretty fun with uh, with some people you've seen before, some people you haven't seen, and uh, we'll just get right into it. So last weekend, or I guess a few days ago, Saturday, we went to the Eagles-Dolphins game. It was me, Madison, Kara, my roommate, Daniel. It was an absolute blast. I don't remember the last Dolphins game I went to. I went to the Bills game last year, and then I also went to another game. I can't remember who it was. I wanted to go to the Colts game. Didn't end up working out. There were some logistics that became a nightmare and talked about getting a ticket, didn't get a ticket, so I didn't get to see the Colts play. Not really bothered about it because it was Carson Wentz, and I fucking hate Carson Wentz, so I'm glad that uh, – I can't remember the score of that game either. Glad that – we have Matt Ryan this year, so I'm excited about that. But fantasy's coming up. Everybody's talking about draft picks. Everybody's talking about who's going to who's gonna do what this season. So I'm really excited about it, and hopefully we can, uh, we can get a good football season out of the NFL. NFL's been dying off quite a bit recently, so college football has kind of been the mainstay, kind of been the takeover. I know for myself and everyone that I know, college football is really just where it's been the past five years, the past seven years or so. A lot more fun, I think better plays you get more of the crazy plays that you didn't get before so it's been a blast it's been fun to watch and i'm really excited for college football we had a little bit of it we saw nebraska get absolutely embarrassed in ireland last weekend that was fun but big games week one is this weekend so there should be some great games on i know alabama's playing utah state we'll see how that goes i'm sure i'm hoping it won't be a very exciting game i'm hoping that we just absolutely crush them and get to week two Nonetheless, we're going to be at bars. We're going to be going out. Everyone's going to be drinking. It's it'll be fun to have that back. Have you know, last year was the first year where we could go back out to bars after COVID and and really have that college football vibe. So it's exciting that we are getting closer and closer to that uh, to that step. But went to the Dolphins game. Dolphins absolutely crushed. Everyone talking shit on Tua. Kind of ate their words last weekend. I'm hoping that sticks. I'm so hoping that continues. I know Tua's got the skills. I watched him play for two years. He he has the arm. I don't know where the the arm talent became a question. I know after the hip injury against Mississippi State, there were a lot of worries about, you know, does he have it? Can he still perform? But nonetheless, we saw him play a great game against the Eagles. And I can't remember if Jalen played. I'm sure he played like a down, but it was cool to see Jalen versus Tua 
and Devontae Smith and who else? Raekwon Davis. There's so many Alabama players that were on that field at one time, so it was a great time to see. Um, we actually got up on the Jumbotron, which was fun. I think that's the first time ever, even as a kid, going to like the Houston Rodeo or a Texans game or every arena event I've ever been to. I don't think I've ever been on the Jumbotron, so that was fun. We ended up going from tickets were $11 to get in the nosebleeds. And for preseason games, at least for the Dolphins, what you can do is you go to Hard Rock, you pay $11, almost more in fees and service charges than the actual ticket. So we all bought tickets, I think like two or three rows or two or three sections away from each other, all met up for first quarter. Second quarter, we ended up walking around, meeting up with people, got into the VIP section, sat there for a little bit. The people that we were with sitting in VIP said they were leaving. So we could have stayed there, but we ended up meeting up with one of the people, one of our group members' friends, who also had a ton of seats in the um, in the end zone. So we got to watch that, watched a couple touchdowns right in front of us, and we had an absolute character behind us. This lady was was hammered, but she was getting everybody involved. Tried to start a wave about fifteen times, which was great to see. I love the effort. I love the enthusiasm. Didn't work. It was the only failed wave I've ever seen in my life, and actually, I guess the only five failed waves I've ever seen in my life. So it was. Uh, it was. I felt bad, but at the same time, it was. Uh, it was funny to see. It was funny to watch uh, everything go down. And again, she was having good support about it, having a good time, and just absolutely annihilated. Then ended up going out after Saturday. Nothing really too eventful, but great for football. Great for football to be back. Great seeing Tua do awesome, and just good to see the the boy just eating, eating. And I would love for the, the Miami Dolphins to win a Super Bowl. I'm a Colts fan, but. Having a team where you live when a Super Bowl or a Stanley Cup, for example, would be amazing. I know the Caps won and the Nats won a couple of years after we had moved out of D.C. So missed that. Missed every parade ever except for the ones in Alabama, which really didn't even go to the, the one after that. It was more of the night that we won the Natty. So I really want a parade, I think, especially the city of Miami, if, whether it's the Heat, the Dolphins, um, Miami championship would go absolutely insane i don't even know where they would do the, the parade around here but it would be a blast i think the city would go nuts everyone would have a good time so that's what i'm rooting for again dolphins aren't my favorite team in the world but they're they're like a little brother i, I would i would root for them and if they end up making it further than the colts do i'm all about it even even if it was you know colts dolphins i don't know who i'd be rooting for i really don't again nfl is not really not really the speed anymore but i really want a championship in the city that I'm living in. I think that would be a blast. But kind of going back to things that we used to talk about here on this podcast, whether, you know, self-improvement, figuring things out, you know, going after shit, all that uh, motivational stuff. I can get a bit preachy, but it's stuff I enjoy. Do I talk about enjoy listening to? And especially people kind of as peers, as people, whether it be friends, whether it be family members, somebody around your age group, or maybe even a little bit older, talking about like you know goals talking about what they're doing in their their finances talking about you know investment talking about okay i just started this new project i'm talking to these people networking with these people i always find that stuff super super fascinating and again it's one thing to talk about it with a generation higher or a boss or you know a parent or a grandparent but it's another thing to like kind of talk and somebody that's at a similar point in their career or in their you know I guess life stage than somebody who is it's already been there. I can kind of give you hindsight. I like the um adapt while you go. I like the 
you know, we're both figuring it out. Here's all my ideas. Here's why I think this is going to work. Here's why I think this is not going to work. I always find that super fascinating. So one of the books that I just finished up, actually, I've quoted a million times on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and I've been seeing it more and more. I've seen it all over TikTok. People suggest it, whether it be like three books you have to read in your 20s or, you know, before you die or what you, you've seen these countdown lists before. And um, Atomic Habits was one of the, I'm going to buy a hard copy book. I listen to it on Audible just because that's, you know, one of the ways I make an excuse to read, read, quote unquote, more books. It's a lot easier, I think, to retain. I also write notes. I write notes in a book after of all the bookmarks. You can do like pause, make a little bookmark, and you can save all of the bookmarks that you put down. So I listen to it, finish it, and then I'm actually doing it today for Atomic Habits because I just finished that book and now I'm starting another one. Write it down. That way you can you can memorize it. You know, writing, listening to it, writing it down, and seeing it are like all three ways that you learn. So doing all three of them, whatever X amount you retain more than that. But when I tell you this is one of the most philosophically packed books I've ever read and just tactically, tactically, I don't want to say giving you tactics, that's exactly what tactically, but, but breaking down the tactics of actually doing these things. So say, you know, hey, you need to plan your day and make a schedule and do X, Y, and Z. Actually, here's how you're going to do it. You're going to say, I'm going to work out for 45 minutes a day after I do my morning routine or after I drink my cup of coffee or after my pre-workout, or as soon as I close my laptop and my workday is done, I'm going to put my gym clothes on and have it stacking and really going from one A to one B to one C and the techniques of doing it. And uh, the biggest thing that I've been seeing across all the medias that I've been studying, listening to for fun, Ray Dalio is billionaire. I believe it's Atwater is the company that he works for. I can't, don't quote me on that, but Ray Dalio, he, you know, I'm pretty sure P Diddy also, you know, he's, he mentors P Diddy or P Diddy listen to his books or something along those lines. Billionaire, genius guy, super humble guy. I suggest you look up an interview with him, look up any sort of talk with him. And you'll notice that he calls himself an ordinary guy, but it's not that facetious, you know, oh, I'm just an ordinary guy with a billion dollars who just knew, knew every right answer. He's been, you know, the first talk I watched was him talking about his book Principles, which is what I'm currently listening to. And it's him showing a clip of whenever he was on top of the world, he made this great prediction about, you know, the crash in the 90s or the 80s. And then he goes on all these newscasts. How'd you know? How'd you break the future? What's your what's your investment strategy? And he says something and he pauses it and he goes, I was completely wrong. I was so arrogant. I was young. I was completely wrong about what happened next. That was actually the bottom of the market and everything shot up after that. And I said it was going to keep tanking. So the first thing he shows is kind of just like a chink in his armor showing, hey, I'm not the Messiah. I can't see the future. I don't know exactly what's going to happen next. But here is how I go about making decisions. Here is how I go about finding a challenge and not getting emotional about it and using analytics, using data to make decisions to where we can make it faster, we can make it quicker, but also we can get better results because we know when this sort of situation came up in the past, I did X, Y, and Z, and it led to this outcome. And so it's really up there. It's really spacey. It's really philosophical stuff. So it's good. And that's why I'm kind of moving from Atomic Habits, which we're going to get into a little bit more. But things that has been universal, and I've seen this, again, through videos, through audiobooks, and writing and articles, it's this idea of quick pleasures lead to detriment down the road. And when you take the harder path now, 
your future self is actually getting it way easier. So for example, a quick one is smoking. You want a cigarette because it's going to calm you down. It's going to give you a head rush, give you a little bit of a buzz, but down the road, you could get throat cancer. You can get lung cancer. You can get a myriad of things. You know, you know maybe, maybe it's an appetite, appetite suppressant. Maybe you stop eating. Maybe you're not getting the nutrients. Maybe you're missing work because you're going to go on your 15th smoke break of the day. It's those realizing that those quick pleasures are what are going to lead to a harder life. And I've seen it with Jocko Willick. I've seen it with Tony Robbins stuff. All these people that are really all over, you know, the hardcore, you know, get in the gym kind of guys that, that, that whole ish genre is all about, you know, put in the sweat equity now and you'll get the return later. And I understood that, you know, you're not going to, you're going to, you go to the gym every day for a month. You're not, you're not going to see many results. You go to the gym every day for five years. You're going to be a completely different person. And it wasn't just that one that one gym session, that one set, it was the compounding effect of all those things. You know, where's, where's the dollar amount that makes you, you know, if you go from $999,999 to a million, did that $1 make you rich? No, it was all of those combined together. So it was that idea in more of a business sense that that is, that that compounding effect, that, that, that delayed satisfaction is another term I've heard throughout the books and the videos that I've been watching that delayed satisfaction. You know, we are, we're delayed response individuals. We are, that's the way we've been, you know, you wanted to go out and get a hunt. You had to go, you know, find an animal, hunt it or crops. Whenever we were, you know, gathering crops and, and seeds and berries and all this stuff, we had to wait for seasons. We had to wait for all of these bountiful things to grow. So then we could harvest them and eat them and use them over time. So it wasn't just like this quick, this quick satisfaction, this quick, you know, instant gratification. Again, it's something you've probably heard of with social media, with, you know, all of the bad habits that you have, it gets you to, it gets you to the feeling that you want the fastest. So, you know, if you want to feel loved, if you want to feel attention, what happens? You go check Instagram and you see, you know, 15 dots, you see a thousand dots that are red hearts say, okay, I am loved. I, people do want me. I am important. I mean, some of this society, as opposed to going out, let's say building a business, you know, in the financial sense, you go out, you buy a nice pair of sneakers and I buy a nice wallet watches. I mean, all things that I love, you buy all these things and you think you're building that social credit In reality, no one really gives a fuck. And instead you could have, you know, reinvest that in the business, reinvest that into yourself, buy some books, do all these things, you know, spend more on marketing, spend more on infrastructure. And then boom, you actually, you build that company and it takes, you know, 10 years as opposed to 10 minutes going to the Goyord store. And you actually build that social credibility, that, that value, instead of having a logo that gives you that value. And so that idea of delayed gratification, I forget the way Ray Dalio describes it, but I think it's first order pain for second order pleasure. So, you know, putting in the work for the pain, doing all the things that suck, doing all the boring habits, doing all that. And then later on your future self, your current self is never going to reap the benefits. It's always going to be your future self is going to get 10 X hundred X the value of what you put in. So, you know, that cigarette that you're smoking right now, that, you know, that drink that you're drinking, it isn't, it isn't the feeling, the head rush of the, it's of the head rush or the buzz of, you know, the sense of feeling calm, the millions of things that come from it. It's you, it's the result of you not having to worry about your problems. It's, it's, you know, you not realizing how terrifying your goals are is another way he said it. And it's just crazy to think that that, you know, that's what you're doing. You're just delaying the work and you can delay, you can put it off forever. 
you can you can put off the work forever you can always be on yes on tomorrow's time you can always say hi i'll do it tomorrow always you can always do that until the day that you die whenever that is you can always do that or you can put in the work go through the pain go through the inconvenience now so that later everything's easier later these things compound and compounding is this whole other effect you know people talk about compounding interest I believe Warren Buffett's the one that said, you know, the eighth wonder of the world is, you know, compounding interest. Compounding, you know, it's 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 an arc. Look up a compounding arc or graph. It's nothing, 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 and then it's everything almost. It goes from so little over time to everything over no time. And once you can realize that, once you can realize again, it's not what what one dollar changes you from being poor to being rich. It's not. It's all of them combined. It's all those one steps at a time combined is what then all of a sudden you're at the top of the mountain. So it's getting there. It's getting to that mindset of if I can delay my gratification just a little bit longer, one more day, as I've seen, I forget the uh, the um, fitness guy that says that, but one more day, do it one more, one more set, one more rep. If you can do that and you can hold off, you're going to be successful. It's bound to. You cannot lose if you never quit. You cannot lose if you never quit. Ever. And that was Alex Hormizani. He's you know sold a company for $100 million. He said that, and it's been something that's been on my mind. I wrote it down in my notes app. I wrote it down in my physical notes. If you keep going, if you keep pushing, Ray Dalio said it almost word for word verbatim in a completely different you know TED Talk style interview that he recorded in 2018. When everything was good, when we were in a bull market, all that good stuff. He almost said it verbatim. These two guys, one's worth 100 billion, or 100 million, one's worth, you know, top 100 people in the world, like, I don't know, $10 billion, something like that, a couple Bs, maybe multiple. You know, if you do not quit, if you put in that work, if you put in that effort, there is no other option. There's no other option but forward. If you delay, now, I'm not saying if you do, you know, if you do shitty things, if you do bad things, if you build no, no momentum, if you don't keep going, it's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. If you put in the work, the grind work, the inconvenient work, you know, it doesn't always have to be. And I think it always goes to kind of like a physical image, you know, like put in the work, like think about sweating, doing pushups, running a fucking marathon outside, you know, just shit like that. But it's not. It's the boring work. It's the stuff that you do every single day and see no result from it. And, that, you know. The uptick is in a percentage of a degree. There's no return, no return, no return. And then you fail. That's when you're like, fuck it. Why am I, why am I doing this? But if you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. Ray Dillio describes it as just like this, this curl. And if you're watching on the YouTube video, you can see you go, you know, goals, failure, problem solving, and then you go higher and higher and higher. And it's this effect of just keeping, keeping going, you know, sure you've seen those shitty instagram posts where it's like everyone thinks success is this and it's an xy graph with just a line going from the bottom left corner to the top right corner and then it's no actually success is like this and it's you know up down up down way down where before you even started way higher now a little bit higher now a little bit lower it really is like that it really is this constant up and down up and down but it trends in that direction it trends to success it trends going up and you got to believe that and this isn't coming from someone that that has made it, has done it, has even gotten near where they want to be. This is someone who's trying to tell it to 
hopefully they're someone, their past self, whoever's watching this, or maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be past, it could be older, younger, it really doesn't matter. People that, that think like this, that want to believe this, I think it's right. And that's why I'm repeating it. That's why I want it to burn into my brain. That's why I write notes that's on audiobooks and shit like that. Because I think it, I think it only makes sense. I think that's how you get from zero to one and then one to a million. I think that's how it goes. And from just regurgitating things that a lot more successful people have said, seems like they're onto something. It seems like there are a few, let's say 10 for a nice round number, principles that all these people either find on their own, find from somebody else, or I guess those are really the only two options, personal experience or somebody else. And if you can learn those lessons quicker, now again, I don't like the whole, you know, learning from my mistakes so you don't make them, because I do think there is a ton of value in making those mistakes and doing things wrong and, and really like earning it through action. But there is a, you know, there is ways to cut the learning curve. There is ways to get better. That's why, you know, that's why standing on the shoulders of giants, that's why you want to get better, want to evolve, want to get smarter. But the two biggest things that I keep seeing that stick out that have been across the board, and it's just like, I, it's it's that that effect of, you know, you see a red, you see a red car, and then all of a sudden every car is red. You get a pair, you get your new, new glasses that you've never had. Now you notice everybody with glasses. It's like delayed gratification across the board. Go to the gym, you'll have the body you want eventually. You know, don't overeat, you'll have the body you want. Study for that test, it's gonna suck, but then when you're taking the test, now you're not worried about shit. And that was a big one for me. I would never study, freak out about the test, luckily do pretty well. But it was like during that two hour, or during that week even up to it, it's like, instead of studying for an hour, I'd rather stress for 24, freak the fuck out, do probably similar to what I was gonna do anyway. But I had, you know, I had a week of stress as opposed to seven hours of that week being stressed studying. You know, I took the I took the easy way. I took the, you know, let me play GTA with the roommates. Let me do this. Let me go out on a Tuesday because the test is until Friday. It was that. It was that that easy decision, that that quick, my you know, convenience decision that ultimately led to more pain. You know, and maybe not doing as well as I should have. All of those things. Same thing with working out, same thing as eating, same thing with relationships. Not having those tough talks, not, you know, let's say you get in a fight with a friend, not having those tough talks with a girlfriend, boyfriend, best friend, family member, cousin, whatever the fuck. Not not stepping on that immediately or as quickly as you can could lead to five years of never talking, to never talking to him again in general, breaking up, divorce, could lead to a million different things. It's all about that pain first, pleasure later. And we live in a world that just wants to feed you pleasure first, pain later. And that's how I want to end this podcast. I appreciate everybody for listening. I really do. Two and a half years in, almost 100 episodes. I'm fucking hyped about it. I appreciate literally everyone that's listened, shared, told people about it. Thank you so much. Make sure you share this episode. Send it to somebody, one person, post it on Instagram, whatever you think. I really appreciate it. Just so we can get more people out there. I want, you know, maybe somebody hears this and they go after that art degree. Maybe somebody hears this, they move to LA, become an actor. Who knows? kind of the goal. Fuck it. Could happen in 10 years, could happen tomorrow, but I'm just putting it out there. But I appreciate you all for listening. Make sure to check out the YouTube video. If you didn't, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, check out the audio version or send the audio version. And uh, we'll see you in episode 99. Thanks guys.